Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fair Ones and Fairways. You may know Will Sosa with the Hurricane, Hurricane Revis. What's up, Fernando? How's it going, Noso? Uh, just here and during this heat wave that we got going Ooh, on, man. Oh, man, let me tell you what, man. We're out here in the middle of the map. Uh, middle America. <laughs> and it is steaming, boy. Yeah, for sure. It is sure. steaming. You know what? You know what else has been steaming? The boxing world in 2023. It sure has, for sure. You know, <sighs> big fights, man. A lot of big fights coming up. Uh, just big fights all year long, man. Where would you say? I mean, this is by far the best year of boxing we've had since the 90s. I would say this since the 90s for sure. I mean, it, it's been a, a long time since I've seen where we have consistently almost every month a big yeah. fight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we got a couple uh, coming up. Uh, we have a big heavyweight showdown this weekend. Man, looking forward to that. Three-fourths of the heavyweight title. On the line. And then we have that... Uh, Big showdown in September. Two undisputed guys going against each other. I think that's going to be a, a, a great fight. Better than what people give it credit for. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, let's see how the year ends as well. I mean, there's there's still a, a few more months to go. We're not done yet. I just saw, what did they just announce? Uh, it was, uh, I got excited about it too. Oh, Zerto versus uh, Joe Smith. At Cruiserweight, right? Yeah. So that's going to be an that? interesting fight, yeah. It's not going to be easy for Surdo. No, right man. Now. Listen, I'll tell you that right now. Smith has got them, them, them hands, man. If if he can hit you, and that's his, you know, that that's always been Smith's, uh, you know, uh, downfall is just the technique uh, yeah. to to make sure he can hit you. Not saying he's a scrub because he's obviously not from a world champion. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, effectively ended Bernard Hopkins, right? Yeah, I still, uh, I'm, I'm just not forgiving him for that one. <laughs> he didn't have to do him the way he did, knock him out of the ring, the but. Way he did him. You yeah. know he could have gotten a, a unanimous decision, but it's okay. You know, uh, <laughs> you know he's a good fighter, and I think Sordo's got all all he can handle. He's got his hands full with this one. That's gonna be a good fight. Yeah, it's gonna be. A really I'm excited fight, for, for sure. that one. I may possibly like purchase tickets to that one. I think that yeah. might be one. Like like that. That's a that's a boxing fans kind of fight. You know. What yeah. I mean? No, they're gonna go at it for sure. It's gonna be. I I really think it's gonna be a toe to toe fight. That yeah. one for sure. It's gonna be good. Speaking of speaking of, listen, well, we got a lot to get into here today. Uh, I want to jump things off real quick. Because uh, we're going to talk about uh, a couple different uh, fights that are coming up. But how about a fight that just recently happened? AJ made his return. Last-minute replacement. He was supposed to fight Dillian White in a rematch. That ends up falling through because of White's uh, uh, drug test, uh, substance test. And uh, so last-minute replacement steps in. A guy who at one time was the talk of the town in Robert Hellenius, the Nordic nightmare. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, uh, you got to give Hellenius props for just answering the call. No, for sure. I mean, the, 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 because there was a lot of people going to be affected by you know you know how that is in the boxing business. If a car yeah. falls off, a lot of people lose paydays. It's it's a mess. Yeah, yeah. And he had just fought a week before, right? You know, in his uh, home country of Finland, he knocked some guy out, and you know, I'm guessing that's why they were able to clear him right you know, to fight a week later. But you know, he he's had some quality wins. You know, he's a uh, he beat a. Uh, I think he beat Samuel Peter early in his career. He's, got a, he's got a win over Derek, Derek uh, Chisora. Right. Uh, uh, Sergey Lykovich was a WBO heavyweight champion at one point. So he started his career pretty good, and you know, then he started you know taking some else. He started you know, more or less he would always get caught, like get upset, and mm -hmm. get knocked out. Dillian White ended up beating him. Gerald Washington beat him, mm. and then of course he started making the headlines for the wrong reasons. You know, getting knocked out by Wilder and Joshua in spectacular fashion. Right. Um, I just hope he, he got his money and, you know, somebody in his team, you know, talks to him. You know, he's 39 years old now. Right. So maybe, you know, hey, you know, hopefully the check was good and yeah. let, let's, let's retire to Finland and, let's, yeah. you know, let's, let's live life over there, man. I, I would hope that, uh, you know, because, listen, it's 
heavyweight division can be very risky uh, because these are big human beings. Yeah. And that's why they always say boxing, you never know, but especially in the heavyweight division, it just one punch can change things. And yeah. it can change things forever, not just yeah. in your boxing career. Um, and the last two times I've seen Hellenius, I didn't know he, until, you know, they announced him as a last minute replacement. I didn't realize he even had that fight in Finland because yeah. uh, the last time I saw him, uh, I didn't know if he was going to get up, yeah. you know, uh, when, you know, it was a first round knockout, right? Yeah. For Deontay yeah. Wilder, Deontay yeah. Wilder just, and it's funny because up to that point, Hellenius was giving Wilder fits. Uh, yeah. but then, you know, how, how would his fight Deontay Wilder one punch and, and that was and it done yeah. deal. That's yeah. all she wrote. Yeah. And. I think I saw somebody on Twitter shared it. Hey, Hellenius came back in Finland. I thought, hey, good for him. How about that? And then that week, <laughs> he fights Anthony Joshua. I'm like, man, you know, but I think, you know, he probably saw the business end of it and said, you know what, I just fought this week. I probably didn't make as much. Right. I'm going to get a nice little payday here. And, you know, this has to be his retirement money. I, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine him continuing. Well, he, from what I hear... He says he is going to continue, but but we'll see. We'll see how that is. Unfortunately. Well, we'll see how that is, right? Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the fight real quick, yeah. man. So Anthony Joshua comes in here, last-minute replacement. Uh, you know, Anthony Joshua, as as far as it goes with last-minute replacements, probably has a little bit of a sore spot there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> shout out Andy Ruiz Jr., right? Yeah. Um, but here he is, saves the card, gets the right opponent, gets in the ring. What did you think about the fight? I mean, the performance itself from Anthony Joshua. So, for me, you know, this fight didn't answer any questions okay. for me that I would have had because to me, uh, and I'm going to try to keep it uh, to where I can make sense here, but to me, Anthony Joshua has not been AJ for a while. Mm. To me, AJ was the guy that, you know, took on Dillian White when they were both undefeated prospects, right. knocked him out. That was, you know, a bad blood type of grudge match. Uh, you know, right next fight, he challenges for the IBF title, beats Charles Martin, you know, uh, defense against Dominic Brazil. By the way, those three guys in a row were undefeated. Right. And right. I think there was a guy before that. So four guys, four undefeated guys in a row that he was just knocking them out. You know, AJ to me was the guy that got off the canvas against Vladimir Klitschko in Absolutely. that classic fight. Absolutely. You know, he's the guy that, you know, knocked out Alexander Povetkin. He took uh, Joseph Parker's though as well, another That's undefeated right. guy. AJ was still the same guy to me that stepped into the ring with Andy Reese, But after that night, Anthony Joshua walked out. It wasn't wow. AJ anymore to me. Right. And so, you know, uh, the two fights with Usyk kind of spelled the end of that character for me, in mm -hmm. a way. You know, uh, so this fight to me, with it being, having supposedly been a rematch with Dillian White originally. Right, right. I thought that would have answered that question for me to see how much of the AJ he still has left. Absolutely. But I think Robert Hellenius would have lost to any version of Anthony Joshua. Mm -hmm. So this really doesn't answer that question for me. And, you know, uh, he did what he was supposed to do. You know, he did take seven rounds to do it, and his sure. face looked a little busted up. Sure. But with that highlight real knockout, he kind of set himself up for that Deontay Wilder fight. I think, you know, maybe a couple years too late, but you know what? I think it's still going to be entertaining if, if it gets done. Well, we're going to talk about this match that may happen here in just a minute, but, yeah. you know, about the fight, just to kind of give you a little feedback on my end, too. I mean, I'm watching this fight, and again, right, I've said the same thing. My, my assessment of AJ is the same thing. Ever since... You know, what was it? What round was it? Was it the third round with Andy after, Ruiz? After the third round. After the third round with Andy Ruiz, we've never seen that version of Anthony yeah. Joshua. The, or like you said, AJ. AJ. We haven't seen AJ since yeah. then. AJ checked out. Yeah, after. yeah. It's all been Mr. Anthony Joshua, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, so uh, to your point, I just, I've been waiting to see that again, hoping that, you know, now what is this, his second fight with Derek James? Yeah. That maybe that starts, you know, coming back out, but I have not seen it. So I'm very tentative, Anthony Joshua. 
Um, and you know, it's just difficult for me. And listen, I understand I'm an observer. I'm not in the ring. I'm not AJ. I don't know, you know, what's going on with him. But when I see somebody who is so imposing, so physically gifted, uh, so athletically gifted, um, to fight just over cautiously. I'm not saying don't be smart in there. You got to be smart. Yeah. What do we say, uh, Fernando? Man, boxing is a thinking man sport. Well, it sure, is a thinking man sport for sure. But when you have so many gifts, you just kind of th- th- listen, man. Your bar set a little bit higher. Yeah, we've seen what Anthony Joshua, what AJ is capable of. I just want to see some of that, you know? And yeah. I, and again, I felt I didn't see it here in this fight. I saw a very tentative fighter, uh, overly cautious fighter. But at the end of the day, he did get the job done. He did. He did get the highlight real knockout. He did, for sure. Uh, and so maybe, and I just, a part of me, I'm just trying, to, just trying to understand here, maybe that was the plan all along. Let me get some rounds in. Let me take them to about this round here. And then I'm going to hit him with this thing. Yeah. Now, let's just say, right, maybe that is the case. That's encouraging. Um, right. Because now they're talking about, well, all right, you got the knockout win. What's next? Immediately. It seems that people are talking about finally setting up, like you said, a fight with Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua. And this is now we're hypothetical here, right? Because we've, we've covered the fight. We saw what happened. He executed well, maybe could have, you know, got it. Got to it a little bit more, been a little bit more aggressive, had a little bit more moments than the final moment. But nevertheless, got the job done, got the knockout. Yeah. Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder. This is the fight that they're looking at. This is the fight they're trying to make. This is now what they are hyping up to us that is a possibility. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? You know, it's still a big fight. It's still a big, big fight, even though, you know, both of them have taken losses already. You know, I keep thinking, man, if they would have fought them, they were still undefeated. Whoa. And all of them had the belts Whoa. between the two of them. Man, what a fight that would have been. Whoa. You know, we talk about million pay-per-view buys. I think this would have <laughs> gone over it. but Way over it. Way I, over it. And I still think it'll do good numbers. It's, it's still a, a big fight. and it, The interest is still there between what would happen between these two guys. Sure. And, you know, it just, for me, going into this fight and not knowing if it's still AJ versus, you know, just old Andy, Anthony Joshua. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know. I, I have a hard time picking him in this one, but he still has a he still has a chance, you know, just like anybody. And you know, he has some of the best boxing skills as well. He can box, yeah. He can box your head off, if, you know, just like he did Andy Reese in the rematch. He, you know, he adjusted, but you know, there was no killer instinct there anymore, right? And so to beat someone like Deontay Wilder, I do think you need to have some type of a killer instinct. Yeah, you can well, box him all day long, but if he catches you one time. Well, let me tell you who has a killer instinct. <laughs> His name is Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Uh, literally, man. I mean, this guy, I mean, he's talked about catching a body before. I yeah. mean, he's literally voiced that that is something that he yeah. consciously thinks about. And he's got the capability to do it. Uh, and again, if you ask me, if you, and it's just, again, my opinion, very high, highly you know, debatable subject. I think he's the biggest one-punch knockout artist that we've ever seen in the sport of boxing. That's saying yeah. something. Yeah, that, no, he's that's saying something for sure. He he's the biggest puncher since George Foreman. Yeah, probably the most scariest than Sonny Liston, Mike mm. Tyson, those type of guys. Like I think he's from cut from that cloth when you when you compare. Yeah, um, easily the biggest equalizer in the sport of boxing. I've just, never seen one punch in the fight just like that on any given night. Just one punch. Yeah, and it could be in the last minute of the last round. Down 11-0, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he carries that one hit of quitter with him at all times. At all times. Which, again, makes it just so scary to get in the ring with a guy like that, yeah. right? Um, and, again, you've got two very polarizing t- personality types 
uh, in these two guys, Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. And again, I won't spend too much time on this because this is not a, a made fight yet, but it is good for conversation, good to talk about, you know, if since this is what they're pushing for. And will we see it? We don't know that yet. Yeah. And they're, I think they, they were mentioning something about January maybe. So That's what I heard. It's the rumor, so we'll see if, if it happens. Yeah. Maybe it'll kickstart 2024 in a good good direction, right? If we make a big fight in January. That would be huge. Let's carry this momentum over. That'd be great. Because sure. it's a fight that I'm still excited about because, I mean, you got two big guys. And, and listen, I'll say this. I'll say this, and I'll, obviously if they make the fight, I'll end up saying it again. Technically, Anthony Joshua should be able to beat Deontay Wilder up. Yeah. Technically. But this version of AJ. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then what you said, and, and Joshua can definitely be touched I mean, he's doesn't have you know surprisingly he doesn't have the best defensive skills or you know I think every opponent's got some licks on him. Yeah, all it yeah. takes is that one from Deontay Wilder. Yeah, uh, so it just makes me wonder like. Yeah, and he's one of the rare fighters that I've seen you know take a, a nail and his aura does not go away. Boy, it does not go away. I mean, just just because he lost to Tyson Fury, his aura has not you know. Because what ends up happening, right? A fighter takes a loss, and all of a sudden their their mind changes they yeah. see the world differently Deontay Wilder at the risk of just lying to himself yeah. <laughs> will, will convince himself and I'm not trying to be disrespectful I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you how determined this man is to to feel and remain in that headspace he will remain he still thinks that you know he's somehow been cheated that you know he didn't lose straight up and that actually has preserved Deontay Wilder because yeah. he still thinks he's the man. And, and listen, I'm not going to argue with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah argue for with sure. Him. <laughs> you know, uh, Tyson Fury argued with him and, and won that argument, I'd say, three times, you know, technically two and a half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, uh, Deontay Wilder still has that speak it, believe it, receive it mentality. And boy, let me tell you, man, again, I, I, I can't say this enough. That right hand can change everything in a split second. And I'd like to see the fight. I'm still excited about it because, again, I do believe that Anthony Joshua has the skills and and and, and the tools yeah. to beat Deontay Wilder. Yeah. And let's make one thing clear. I mean, yeah. if Anthony Joshua does win a fight against Deontay Wilder, I think he's back. Yes. I think he's back. Yes. I think he's, you know, back in the driver's seat for another huge fight. Right. You know, let's get him a title shot with somebody. Right. You know, let's see what happens with Uzik's belts. Right. And, you know, he's back in the mix. He's, you know, he's... I would I would damn near say he's back to being AJ if he can pull it off against uh, Deontay Wilder. I, I'd give him the credit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd give so, him the credit. Yeah. So and for Deontay Wilder, if he loses, hey, you can always say you know he can always get the next guy with one punch. I That's mean, right. Deontay Wilder will always be the most dangerous man in boxing. So, That's right. You know, kind of like Ernie Shavers is another one that had another one punch. Yes. Knockout and lost a lot of times, but he can always get you on any given night. So that's another one. So. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. He's still one of the most dangerous guys in the sport, and he's rich. So, boy, yeah, he's he's a, he's won already. Former I, world champion. What can you say? What can you say, man? Uh, I look forward to it, man. But you mentioned a name there, and I want to go ahead and pivot there. St uh, staying in the heavyweight division, yo. This weekend we got a heavyweight title fight. Three yep. fourths of the heavyweight crown are up for grabs. You got Alexander Usyk. Uh, taking on Daniel Dubois. Now, listen, you know, we know Usyk, you know, dominant uh, cruiserweight for many years, uh, has come up to heavyweight, had a couple of fights, yeah. uh, beat Anthony Joshua not once but twice, uh, just due to pure technical skills. Um, but he is in with a power-punching, legitimate, big-time heavyweight fighter 
this weekend in Daniel Dubois. Of course, Usek is uh, 20 and 0, 13 knockouts. Daniel Dubois, 19 and 1 with 18 knockouts. Again, the guy can crack. Yeah. And uh, from what I've seen on his record, he usually gets his guys out of there early. Right. So if he, if, if he gets past the seventh round, I think he starts to maybe get a little worn out. I mean, I've seen you know, just by looking at his record, like his last, you know, after losing to Joyce. He hasn't been past the fourth round. So, I mean, he knocks his guys, guys out early. With someone like Alexander Uzik, who's in great condition, you know, great hands, great combination puncher. Olympic medalist. Olympic medalist. Brilliant IQ in there. Right. You're going to need to get him out of there early, or you're going to have to figure something out here. You're going to have to catch him. You're going to have to catch him, because yeah. I, I I do think Uzik's going to be very comfortable in there. He's gonna I think he's going to outbox him. Um, that's not to say that Dubois won't have some moments, because I think in the heavyweight division, like you said, anything is possible. Anybody, right. Anybody can get caught on any given night. And, and at least in my opinion, whenever there's a heavyweight championship fight, when it's for the true undisputed heavyweight championship fight, it's still a very important occasion yes. in, in boxing. You know? I agree, 100%. You know? You know? So it's still a big fight. It needs to be watched. You know, it, it's, uh, I think uh, ESPN Plus picked it up. Yeah. And so I'm going to watch it because to me it's still a, a big moment, a heavyweight hey, championship fight. For you, sure. Like you said, man, it's the, you know, the heavyweight, to be the heavyweight champion, uh, to me, I still hold it in regard as the, the the greatest title that you can possibly win in sports to be the heavyweight champion of the world. That's that's there's just something to that. You're in rarefied air when you're the heavyweight champ, yeah. and of course now we're in the four belt era. Uh, there's four belts that are universally recognized. Tyson Fury has one yeah. of them, and a lot of people will look at Tyson Fury like the true the champion, linear, yeah, linear the lineal champion. champion. Uh, but but man, listen, three fourths. Of the belt of the belts, the guy who's got three of those joints is this man this weekend, Alexander Usek, again who defeated Anthony Joshua uh, to get those belts, uh, and he is going to put those skills on display again. Very technically sound. I mean, just about as good of a boxer as you can hope for in in, in the heavyweight division. Yeah, um, and he's still a big guy, still a big guy. Maybe not these uh, to the level of some of these other heavyweights because we've got monsters in the heavyweight division. But I mean, size he has enough. To yeah. keep you honest and to hurt you if he needs to, uh, and again, when you're that skilled and you land a lot of punches, it could be a could be a tough night for Daniel Dubois, uh, who again has his one loss against the Joe Joyce. Uh, and no offense to Joe Joyce, who I'm a big fan of, but uh, Usyk, I'm gonna say is gonna land more punches. Yeah. I'm just gonna say he's gonna yeah. be able to get, get get his his missiles to the target a lot more often. Yeah, and the big statistic for me is uh, he's never won a fight later than the fifth round in his whole career. Wow. His, the one time he made it past that, he lost the 10th round, you know, stoppage against Joe Joyce. Right. So I have a hard time seeing him keeping pace with someone like Usyk. Yeah. It's going to be a rough night for him, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say probably 117, 111 Usyk. Okay. You're uh, saying it's going the distance. I think it'll go the distance. I think Usyk, uh, I, don't, I don't think he takes that many risks mm-hmm. at, well, since he moved up to heavyweight. Right. But he's he's good enough that he'll he'll get you out of there. You know, with a decision, he'll he'll beat you convincingly, and he'll take his time. He'll be c- composed, but I just don't think he will take that many risks. And uh, and I'll say this: as far as uh, achievements go, I, I would compare him to Holyfield as far as cruiserweight undisputed champion and then heavyweight champion. Right. He's probably the uh, those two guys are probably the ones I would compare. Like he's very similar to to Holyfield. As far, as far as that, and that's a great, you know. I mean, that's a that's a very amazing comparison. Yeah. You're talking about one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. Holyfield, man. I mean, this. But see, Holyfield to me was like a dog. dog. Oh, he was. He Definitely. wanted to get in and like yeah. give you the business, man. Yeah. Usyk's not that kind of fighter, and he was an Olympian as well. Uh, but I just think I think he got robbed of his gold medal, right? right. Or so he got disqualified or something mm-hmm. like that. 
But regardless, I mean, they've, they've had similar career trajectories. Sure. Stylistically, obviously, they're different. Right. But, I mean, like I said, you know, they've undisputed champion in both weight classes. And, How about that? And, you know, not a lot of fights, too. I think Holdfield did it, like, in his 10th pro fight, and I think he did it somewhere around those. Right. So, yeah, very, very similar trajectories. But Uzik, man, he's just a, a very elite boxer, uh, very, very skilled, high IQ. I just don't see him being tested too much by Dubois. I can see maybe having some moments where early on Dubois kind of pushes him a little bit. And, right. And he has to kind of adjust. But uh, I think once Uzik gets in his rhythm and, you know, he starts cooking, I think it's going to be a wrap. How surprised would you be? What would be your level of surprise and shock if Danny Dubois – Pulls off the upset, catches him with one. If if he catches him with one, I would say my surprise wouldn't be as as much because one to ten. How surprised would you be? A six out of ten. If, okay. if it's a, a knockout, if it's a decision, probably like a nine or ten. <laughs> if he, if he somehow outboxes or beats him by decision, <laughs> yeah, right. Or hey, if maybe he walks with a controversial decision, I don't I don't see it. It's gonna be in Poland, you yeah. Know, and no, it's just not gonna happen, right? You know, I know the Polish are very close with the uh, Ukrainians right now. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no way. Ain't no way they're pulling that one off. They're going to be fair to Usyk. Let's put it that way. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, well, let me tell you this. One thing that I've, you know, because people are saying, listen, man, Dubois can crack. Look at that record. 19 wins, just one loss, 18 knockouts. I mean, this guy's a knockout artist. He is a knockout machine. Big dude, strong dude. When he hits you, a lot of times you're going to sleep or you're going to be impaired. And you're not going to be able to continue to fight. Uh, this guy is a big time heavyweight puncher. Um, the problem is, right, you have to be able to land those punches. Yeah. And any, most of the time, uh, obviously this is not uh, always true, obviously, but most of the time I have found, Fernando, that when you start talking about, well, he's got a puncher's chance, that's usually not a good sign. Not a good sign. Yeah. And, I, and I want to go ahead and correct myself because the one fight he did go the distance, it was a 10-round fight. Right. So he did go 10 rounds one time with a very faded uh, Kevin Johnson. Sure. But, I got, but I, it's still to my point. I mean, he doesn't really beat most of these guys right. later on and. Like I said, he has, he's going to have a hard time not keeping like, up with, with Uzik. Right, not like Wilder where even in the last second of the fight, 12-round fight, he might yeah. be able to get it out of there. He, he, Dubois hasn't shown that. Yeah, and, and if I'm not mistaken, he's recovered. He's, well, he's already recovered, but he had that eye injury, so I don't know how much right. of, of an effect that will have later on in his career. I don't know if that's still going to be something that he's going to be looking out for. And, right, make so, him a little more cautious. So, you know, I, I, but I do think that uh, Uzik is going to be very comfortable. He's going to have a comfortable... Uh, Maybe not the first two, three rounds. I think he'll get pressed a little bit, but after that's going to be a comfortable night. I, I think he gets, uh, you know, nine rounds to three. You know, I, I think that's a good call. I'm going to actually go ahead and say that I think Usyk gets a stoppage here. I think he's just going to be too good and too accurate. I think he's going to be too accurate, and he's going to land too many punches. And, you know, come those later rounds, I think Dubois is going to be a mess, and I think they're going to want to stop it. I, I think a TKO victory late in the fight for Oleksandr Usyk uh, who should dominate this weekend. Uh, I'm going to ask myself the same question here. Uh, my level of surprise if Dubois gets it down. I'm going to say if he cracks him, catches him, because I think that's his choice, I, I think he has zero chance to win a decision, outbox Usyk. I just zero chance on that. Um, uh, if he catches him, knocks him out, I'm going to say my level of surprise will be probably like a seven. Yeah, like a seven. I'll be very surprised. Just, I mean – would be the craziest thing yeah. I ever saw. It's the heavyweight division, man. This stuff happens. I mean, yeah. do you ever see Oliver McCall fight Lennox Lewis? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just saying. Anything can happen in the heavyweight division. Anything can happen in boxing, especially uh, in the heavyweight division. But, yeah, no, that's going to be, uh, again, I'm really looking forward to it. What, I'm, other, 
what are the odds that one of them breaks down in tears? <laughs> like, like the rematch of McCall and Lewis. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, that was insane, man. One time for the Atomic Bull, man. Yeah. I actually got to meet Oliver McCall a long Heck time yeah, ago. Man. Heck good, yeah, man. Good guy. Good guy. The I hope he's doing Bull. good, man. I hope he's doing good. I mean, I don't remember that fight. I think he wasn't in a good place. Bad. And so, yeah. I hope he's in a better place now, for sure. Yeah. It, technically, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, he was the heavyweight champion. Yeah. Then and he beat Larry Holmes. Hey, dude, he did, didn't he? He beat Larry Holmes. I mean, he was obviously, you know, in his 40s, but right. still Larry Holmes. You know, he he still had a little bit left. I mean, he beat Ray Mercer, so. Yeah. And let me tell you, man, Oliver McCall got hands like the size of this table. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Reminded me like Sonny Liston. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just, yeah. I mean, that dude, right? You didn't want to get hit with them things, man. Yeah. Uh, but okay, there it is. So our official picks are in. Uh, we see Usyk winning this thing. Yeah. You got him by decision. I got him by TKO. And, and I think he will be very comfortable in there. I yeah. think Usyk's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a virtuoso performance. Like like we're used to him. And then hopefully we can start hoping for some bigger fights for him because, you know, maybe Tyson Fury will quit messing around. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, I, I hate to you know go down that rabbit hole at this time. I mean, because yeah. you got you got Fury who's got the got the exhibition fight yeah. with the UFC guy. Um, in Ganu, um, and that's you know yeah. that, that is what it is. That's it, yeah. just a spectacle. Yeah, yeah. Um, just saw his show by the way on Netflix. Did, dude, I haven't watched it yet. I, I'm only I'm on episode three, but the first two episodes are pretty, pretty good. Is it good? Know? Entertaining? It, it, it is, and it kind of gives you a little bit more uh, insight into his life. And it I got to do my homework. I'll, I'll watch it, that. It, it makes you really think. Like whenever he says he wants to retire, you, you don't believe it anymore because he basically you know. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. In there, sure. You can tell he really loves boxing. Yeah. And without it, he you know he wouldn't be in a Not good place same. mentally, and yeah. you can tell that it it does something positive for him. So he has a hard time stepping away. I bet. So so it's it's a very good show from what I've seen. I'm on, I'm about to start episode three. Okay. But it, you know anything that involves the Fury family is pretty entertaining to be honest. <laughs> hey, they they gonna definitely keep you entertained. Yeah, for that's sure. for that's for damn sure. Um, yeah. So you know Usyk, let's say he gets the dub this weekend. Can the Fury fight happen? I mean, I'd like it to. It, I mean, it's the most logical step. You know, you have four belts, three of them you have, and then Fury has the other one. And that's and supposedly he's the lineal champion as well. Right, right. So you beat him, you know, you become the champion, the man who who beat the man. Yeah. And that's, to me, more important because you can trace that belt all the way down to Jack Johnson. That's right. All the way to John L. Sullivan. Right. And, you know, you know, the list goes on and on. Right. You know, you, you trace your, your championship all the way down to the 1800s. Right. It's the most, you know, important championship. Yeah, the man who beat the man who yeah. beat the man in any type of sport, in any combat sport, really. You Absolutely. know, I know MMA is still fairly young, right. but the most important championship belt in combat sports, period, to me, is the heavyweight championship of the world in boxing. Absolutely. And you know, and if you go to through the linear, the lineal, that's the most important championship. I love it, man. There's, Bar none. Yeah, there's a great video out there too on YouTube if you want to check it out about the lineal championship. I think it's like 40 minutes. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, you know, I'd love for it to happen, especially, listen, I think there should be a lot of pressure put on Tyson Fury after he gets done with this exhibition. Yes. Like, hey, man, you cashed out, you made your money. Can we have the fight that we want? Let's get an undisputed heavyweight champion, please, for the love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be greedy because we've had a great year of boxing. And and I think next year could also be a great year. I don't know if it'll be yeah. as good as this yeah, year. There's it's potential good. for a lot. Maybe Shakur Stevenson's calling out everybody. He's in everybody's yes, locker room. He is. Yes, Please he is. let me get a fight. Let Let's me get go. a fight. Let's go. And and I'm telling you guys right now. You know I've said it. I've hinted at it last year. Shakur Stevenson beats Tank Davis, and I've been saying. I've been telling people, you're seeing the beginning of a Hall of Fame career. You're seeing the beginning of an all-time great. Just 
you know, he needs a dancing partner to become a great. And yeah. right now, it doesn't seem like anybody wants to dance with him. He's looking for him, though. He's looking <laughs> yeah. for him, though. He's, he's going to the locker room, man. <laughs> that look, that yeah. look, that 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 picture they got of him, like, smiling and eyeing Devin Haney after uh, Haney's last fight against uh, Lomachenko. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's just looking at him like, what's up, dog? Yeah. We doing this? And, yeah. and Haney ain't want that business nah. right now, man. And I don't blame him. No, nah, I mean, I'd be more, I'd be very surprised if he signs a fight with with, uh, yeah. with Stevenson. No way, no way. Yeah, man. There's no way. Well, a fight that is signed up uh, for September 30th, man, just a few weeks away here, uh, Canelo Alvarez back in the ring. Some will say that, uh, you know, well, he's still the biggest draw in the sport. Some people still give him the argument for pound for pound. But Canelo Alvarez, uh, who's been the man for quite a while now, uh, is looking for, is it his 60th victory? Yeah, unheard of in this day and age for sure. That is unheard of in this day and age. Mm-hmm. That's old school stuff right there. Um, let me tell you what, Canelo Alvarez uh, is fighting, you know, because he's the undisputed champion yep. at 168, yep. super middleweight. Super middleweight. And the undisputed champion from 154. 154, 154 pounds. Yes. So he's jumping up two weight classes. It, it, it's to take him on. Of course, yeah. we're talking about Canelo Alvarez here taking on Jermel Charlo. Again, the original thought it would be Jamal, but it turns out we're getting Jermel Charlo. Uh, this fight happens here in a couple of weeks. They just kicked off their press conference, they hit coast to coast. Everything was pretty cordial, man. Very civil. I was very surprised how civil it was. Yeah. You know, usually there's some bad blood, you know, by one or the other. You know, Charlo's very, is, a, is a big personality. He's a big trash talker. <laughs> yes, he is. Canelo, you know, he's learning English, so he's in there, you yeah, know. Yeah, running his mind a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. <laughs> he's, he's already, he's picking it up. You know, he's, you know, get the fuck out of here. Oh, payday, payday. <laughs> but, you know, he's he's learning his trash talk, man. He's becoming a big personality himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, he just did an interview on a radio station. Uh-huh. And, uh, I think it was the Breakfast Club. I saw that. And he came out and, you know, so he, yeah, man, he's 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 doing good, man. He's he's night and day from where he used to be. Absolutely. You know, he's two big personalities, man. But I was surprised to see it, you know, pretty civil at the, at the I, press conference. I almost feel like it was so civil, maybe even more so than normal because of all the stuff that uh, Jermall Charlo has been yeah. up to. He's yeah. been involved in a lot of drama. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like the brother, Jermall, is trying to maybe go the other way. Which would be a good thing, you know. Yeah. And then it's also a big sign of maturity, you yes. know, at this yes. stage in their careers. I know they've been known for, you know, pressing fighters that, you know, backstage right. and right. they've they gotten into it with other people. You know, you can just go on YouTube and find all that stuff. But mm-hmm. So it's a sign of maturity to, you know, let's keep it civil. Let's, it's a fight that doesn't have to be sold, you know. Right. It sells itself. 20 speeder champions. Yeah. And by the way, and one statistic that's very misleading to me, you know, I guarantee you they both walk around close to the same, you know. Absolutely. You know, Canelo's a small super middleweight. You know, Charlo's kind of a big dude at 150. He probably walks around 175. Absolutely. You know, so. I think they walk around about the same. Yeah, they both walk around pretty close. So they're going to be even in size. They'll probably rehydrate the same amount of weight. Yeah. So I think think they're fine. I I think it's a good even fight. Better than what most people give it credit for. I know uh, my friend Memo the Butcher's got something to say about it. Yeah, and but honestly, I think it's a fair fight. It's the it's the best fight that could have been made given the circumstances. Would we have preferred Jamal? Sure, sure. But you know he's got stuff he's dealing with. Right. And uh, you know Jamal is the guy that's available, and right. it's it's still a very marketable marketable fight. Oh yeah. And uh, people have been asking for him for a while. You know, it's just they're getting it at a different weight. You know, but. It's a good fight. It's a very competitive fight, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, and, and you know, also too, man, because the uh, 
you know, we're talking about how civil things were at the press conferences. I think it's just a sign of respect. I mean, some of the things that Jamel said, he said, man, Canelo's been the man for a long time. Yeah. We all want this shot. He, you could tell he's really appreciative yeah. of the opportunity. Yeah. And, and, I mean, but he also, again, believes in himself. He's not just here for a payday. Yeah. He's here to win, yeah. um, which you always are happy to see and recognize. I mean, he's got the fire burning. Um, question is, <laughs> can he win? No. <laughs> I'll keep it short to a point. I don't think he's going to win this fight. Okay. Uh, size won't have anything to do with it. Okay. I just think, um, though, I think Canelo's going to press him. Uh, and if you've seen the way that Jermel got pressed with uh, Castaño in yes, the first fight, and yes. even parts in the second fight, yes. he's going to have a hard time dealing with that kind of pressure. Oh, yeah. And Canelo has underrated power. Um, so I, I do think Canelo's going to, he's not going to stop him, but I think he's going to get a convincing win. And I think. If he does that, this should silence some of the doubts of sure. is he losing a step? Because I know with John Ryder, again, and, and we'll go over this a million times. Yes, he won ten rounds out of right. out of twelve, but there was moments in that fight <laughs> that he just you know he was getting hit a little too freely by sure. John Ryder. Sure, could be a combination of maybe he's just getting a little bit older. Maybe John Ryder was tougher than we give him credit for. I mean, he did beat Daniel Jacobs. Right, right. So it could be a combination of things. I think this is the right fight to ask that question and very, answer that question. Very much so. So, I, I, so that's what's going to be interesting for me. You know, uh, let's get a great undercard as always, and yes. you know, let, hey, take our money, man. Very well said, because this is the right opponent to ask those questions. I love, sure. the, I love that you put it that way because I feel exactly the same way. I mean, listen, if Canelo is slipping, we will know on September 30th. Yeah. Uh, and that's, we will know if he is or if he isn't. You exactly. Know? And, 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 you know, let me just say this too. You know, you don't want to be a fighter who was the face of boxing and to have to find out you're slipping against someone like Jamel Charlo. Oh, right. You don't, you don't want to realize you're old fighting him. Right. So that's a very, to me, this is a very interesting fight, you know, and I'll say it again, it's better than what people are, some people are giving it credit for. I know a lot of haters are out there. And look, I'm not, I have not always been the biggest Canelo fan, mm -hmm. so I can't say, you know, but I, I'm, I'm going to be unbiased and say, I think it's a good fight. You know, I've, yeah. I've given him his credit when he's needed it. I've criticized him when he needed to be criticized. Right. And I just think this is a this is a good fight. It's not a fight that I would say you know it's it's a it's a joke or nothing like that. It's a it's a real it's a real big fight for me. It's a yeah it, it's a it's a, it's just a fun fight for me. Yeah. I, I think it's a fun fight for me. And obviously, as we get a little bit closer, just a few weeks out, we'll break this down a little more thoroughly. Um, but I kind of look at it like, and and I'm not trying to be disrespectful in any way here. I really I'm really not. Um, I just you know my honest thought about it is, it kind of reminds me a little bit of. Uh, Tank versus Garcia, Ryan Garcia, yeah. as that it's going to be a fun fight. I'm excited for what could happen, but I kind of know what's going to happen. Um, I think it'll be more fun and exciting than it is competitive. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that's my take. Yeah. And historically, you know, when somebody comes up in weight to challenge, you know, someone else, right? a champion against another champion coming up in weight, usually the bigger guy gets, gets the win. I mean, you right. can go back to, you know, when Asuma Nelson challenged Pernell Whitaker, he mm. got beat. Uh, Mildred Taylor stepped up to fight Terry Norris, and he got blasted out of there. Right. Uh, you know, Tommy Hearns against Marvin Hagler. Yeah. You know, in three, yeah. three rounds. So A crazy three rounds. Th yeah, <laughs> an insane three rounds. Hey, if we can get something like that, I would be more Woo! than happy. Come on. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so historically, you know, the smaller guy kind of has a disadvantage, obviously. Yeah. But I just don't think Charlo is that much smaller than him. I just think he's coming up in, in weight, and and, you know, people are – you know, or kind of making him the underdog on that. I'm just making him the underdog in the fact that I just think Canelo's a little too much for him. Yeah. Uh, 
and he's going to press him. And I think when, and I think I don't think Charlo will handle that kind of pressure well. Listen, I know we're going to be talking a lot more about that fight as we get a little bit closer. And again, I'm very excited for the fight. I am hyped for that one. Again, it's the the gift that keeps on giving. The year 2023, man. The boxing gods have been so good to us uh, this year. This is just another one that I'm like, yes, this is a, I mean, I'm cool with this. I want to see this. This is a fight that excites me, you know? And and one more thing, too. I I know we talked about it after Crawford and Spence, and we was like, ah, let's not get unrealistic. Let's Uh, not get unrealistic. Okay. I, I saw an interview where Crawford said, okay. I'll go up to 168. He I'll go up to it. 168. He said it. And I'm like, you know what, man? Do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> Listen, this is how we're going to we, – okay, you brought it up, yeah. Fernando. I couldn't believe – I said, wait a minute, what? And I know we shared it, I think, on our social media. Uh, I, was, I, I was like, wait, wait, huh? And even Joe Rogan, who was doing the interview at the time, he says, you said 168. You mean 154. And he goes, No. 168. Yeah. He's like, oh, 168. So you mean, he's like, yeah, I want to fight the winner of Canelo versus Charlo. They won't be able to deny me if I go up three weight classes and, and become an undisputed champion there. Yeah. Like, what can they say at that point? And I'm like, this dude, listen, I get it. He's probably on a high right now. Oh, yeah, he's feeling himself. Yeah, he's sure. feeling himself, and he should. Yeah. After a performance like that, he deserves to, to have those moments. Do you? How much weight do those words hold for you? So him saying, "I'm yeah. down." Listen, because we're talking about 21 pounds. Yeah, 21 pounds in boxing is like a light year. Yeah, and and I I believe he he would do it because you know the money that it would generate at this point is huge. <laughs> but you know also you know I did say skill for skill. I think he's a better fighter than Canelo. You know, of course, you know weight classes exist for a reason. Right. Both fighters have said that. Yes. I think Canelo's already said, hey, you know, if I beat this guy, I'm not going to get any credit. But he did say if he comes up to 68, I'll fight him. He did say that. But if, if, if Crawford goes up three weight classes and beats the face of boxing, and let's say he does it convincingly, <laughs> we're not talking about now the one of the, one of the greats. We're not talking about one of the top ten I think we're, we're we're in a conversation where we can say, is this guy with Sugar Ray Robinson? <laughs> Damn. I mean, you it would it would be hard to argue. I mean, if it plays it, out that way. Yeah. And of course, this is just my take. I mean, but you know, for someone that considers Sugar Ray Robinson the greatest of all time, absolutely. If someone jumps up three weight classes and beats him, and has been undisputed for three weight classes, exactly. And doesn't beat him, I'm not saying controversially, I'm saying you beat him convincingly. Yeah. You got to put you up to where Sugar Ray Robinson. I, I think you do. There's but, no way. But, but that, that, that's a lot there, it's a, uh, it, it is. It like, is but. First of all, do you think that's even possible? First of all, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Terrence Crawford fan in me wants to say yes, but. Oh, so you're high too. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. riding the same high yeah. Terrence Crawford yeah. is. Yeah. We, you okay. know, we, uh, we fried too much fish and. Uh, <laughs> Then we smoked a little bit of blood. We're, 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 you know, we're we're a little bit uh, we're high on ourselves right now. Uh, that's all right. But uh, that's okay. I just think it'll be one of the biggest achievements in the sport that the sport has ever seen. You know, you'd have to look like when Roy Jones went up to fight John Reese. Right. God, if he would have retired right then. Oh my God. You know what? Roy Jones would. There's no no debate. Yeah. Greatest fighter of all time. Damn it. But you know he he stuck around. You know people get you know fighters get addicted to that glory, and he's still sticking around. He's Fernando. Still, un, yeah, unfortunately, man. You know, unfortunately. And I love Roy. Yeah, I love Roy. Yeah, and I, I really would love to see him retired, but you know, hey, he's gonna do what he wants. But yeah, man, I went. I 
to come up three weight classes and get that kind of win against the face of, face of boxing that's currently the face of boxing, not yeah. just a, right. not just a champion at one sixty eight, right? Because there's a lot of minor champions everywhere. Sure. To do it against the face of boxing to me would just be probably the biggest accomplishment. I I still have my, I oh I have a lot of doubts that yeah. that fight even happens. Yeah. No, no, it, and it, and then I've really got doubts. It really won't happen. It, I, I mean, it, I just don't see it. Canelo just the. Canelo, I don't think Canelo believes it. I think you know Crawford just throwing it out there. Yeah. You know, hey, maybe I get a payday out of this. I, I, and I do believe that he would fight him. I do believe he would. I just don't think Canelo. I think Canelo thinks he's ah, bullshit. I think if 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 oh god, see now I'm really off in the hypothetical world here. Yeah. But Canelo wins, right? Yeah. Uh, let's say he ends up winning on the thirtieth, and there is a strong hard push because listen, this is, we're all under the same umbrella now. Yeah, PBC. Yeah. You know, right? I mean, yeah. so it, it, politically, it can happen. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and if there is a strong push for that fight, man, yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess it could happen. Yeah. I just a part of me just won't even let my mind believe that it's actually yeah. possible. Um, and I'm only entertaining it because both fighters have said now at <laughs> 168. Listen, when, when so. I was already, I was already, you know, trying not to think about it. But you're right. They have both said things that do kind of align to where, wait, maybe this is possible. Yeah. And with Terrence Crawford flat out saying, I want to go to 168, yeah. I mean, he said that. Yeah. Those are his words. Yeah. And, 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 and here's another, and I'll say it again. You know, you go, you go up three weight classes, beat the face of boxing when you're two-time on the spear champion. To me, you know, you're in that Sugar Robinson category. Obviously, that implies that you've surpassed Floyd Mayweather. Right. And some people might not like that. Right. But I'll go ahead and say it. Absolutely. Because... I don't think Floyd Mayweather would have done that. I don't think he would have taken that much of a risk. He would have fought a champion. Right. You know, to say, I've beaten the most champions. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll fight this guy, you know, who just won an interim title. There's a hot take there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, to me, that puts him as a, a, an ultimate grip. But I don't, I don't think it's going to happen, man. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, so let me ask you this. I'm going to break this down so I can organize this conversation yeah. the way we just had it. Okay, first of all, it is possible that they fight. We do agree on that. Yeah. Let's say... The f- first of all, pro- percentage wise, you think the fight actually is signed? Uh, I would say there's a twenty five percent chance it gets done. Okay, so there we go. And then let's say the fight is signed. Yeah. All right, we're just going there right yeah. now. Do you think Crawford actually beats Canelo? Ooh. <laughs> Gun to your head. Who you betting on? Gun to my head. I'll say because of on this one, there would be a size advantage. I would say Canelo. Okay. I still think uh, uh, Crawford's got the better skills. Yeah, I'll probably root for him like crazy. <laughs> but you would put your money on? I'll probably Canelo. Probably Canelo. I, can't, I, I gotta be real with now, you. I, I can't I, hold you to that. For you know, if, we'll obviously have this conversation yeah. again if somehow all those different stars I, align. I would say let's let Crawford fight at fifty four first. Sure. Let's see how he even looks there first. Right, right. You know, he's feeling himself. I think you know all the team Crawford fans are feeling themselves. So. Yeah. So let's see him at 54. You know, he probably still has to rematch Spence. I mean, hell, we're 54, 60, and then yeah, 68. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. But what does it speak to of him that you we have to talk about a 168 guy to say, hey, you know, this might be the guy to test him. But yeah, I'd like to see I'd like to see him, you know, fight at 54 first. Uh let's see what uh I mean, of course, if if Charlo loses, it's gonna take a little bit away from that fight if they sure. do sign it, because you know, right. depending on how he loses. Right. So you know, but he, then you then you can have a, a, a comparison. Yeah, you know, you, you common do. opponent comparison. But I'll tell you this much: if Charlo loses, I would not mind seeing Crawford with someone like Tim Zhu. 
Yeah. He's about to be the WBO champion there. Absolutely. You know, it'd be a good fight. Yeah, I'd, I'd want to watch it. I think Crawford wins, but it'd be a, it'd be interesting. You know, I, Tim Sue's young. He's hungry. He's a star in Australia. He's gonna come with it. He's gonna come. He's gonna bring it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? I mean, if all else, we will get an entertaining night, another knockout. Let Let's see it. I think that'd be a better fight for me if if Charlo loses. Right. If Charlo pulls off the upset, comes back down in weight. Now that's a oh, huge that's, fight. Now that's massive. Now that's a huge that's fight. And so yeah. So yeah, man. Let, let's see what how these uh, next couple months play out, man. And uh, man. I'm going to jump off the hypothetical train here, yeah. get back into reality. Because <laughs> I want to think about that fight, yeah. but I, I can't let myself think about yeah. that fight. Yet. I had to bring it up, though, because we said last time, <laughs> oh, that's not realistic. And then he just said, I'll fight him at 68. He literally said it. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? He's really talking about yeah. doing that? Like, I didn't think he was going to yeah. do that, but yeah. he's talking about doing it. Yeah. So, again, yeah. man, <sighs> that money, man. If it I is. can dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a dream Fight right yeah, there, sure. man. Uh, what, a, what a year, man. What a year. That's like Larry Merchant uh, dreaming up the fight of Manny Pacquiao and De La Hoya back in the day. Yeah. You and, know what and, I mean? And and it surprisingly, and I, and I, I picked De La Hoya in that fight. Did you? I picked De La Hoya. I was so pissed off. I remember thinking, uh, fuck, they just ruined the Marquez Pacquiao three. I wanted, cause I wanted to see the third fight. Like, yeah, they yeah. just ruined that, you know. De La Hoya's going to knock him out. It's going to ruin Manny Pacquiao. This yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, how happy I was to be wrong there. Boy. Because I was rooting for Pacquiao that night. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Well, you had the right guy. And boy, did he go on a run. Um, well, brother, thank you so much once again. Uh, looking forward to this weekend, man. The heavyweight title is up for grabs. Oh, can't wait to see it, man. Can't wait to see it. You know, big shout out to Ivory and uh, yeah. and uh, Memo the Butcher. We're going to have him soon. Uh, yes. Uh, so we can get his thoughts on, on the fights coming up, man. Uh, Man, what what a, what a year. I've been saying it. What a year. Absolutely, man. And listen, uh, some things are going to be uh, changing for us here at Fair Ones and Fairways as well, too. Some upgrades being made over the next couple of months. So thank you for joining uh, our conversation here and uh, following us on social media. Uh, you can find us Fair Ones and Fairways uh, or on a, on a Twitter, just Fair Ones. And don't forget our YouTube as well. That's it, right. Stay tuned for that. We're going to have some content there pretty soon. That's you know, right, we're, man. We're working everything out, man. But... Uh, Thank you to everybody that tunes in and supports us, man. We we, we would just we, we just want to give the the best boxing show for you guys for boxing fans. Absolutely, and, you know this is something that we love to do, and we love talking boxing. Yeah, love it, love it, love it, absolutely love it. It's what we do, and we thank you for joining us. And until the next time, y'all, you know what it is. Keep your hands up. <laughs>